Welcome to Good Enough with the Trauma Therapist, a podcast dedicated to empowering you to take control of your life, learning valuable strategies for healing and looking at mental health through a trauma-informed lens. Get ready to feel empowered and confident in managing your symptoms. And now, here is your host, licensed clinical social worker, EMDR therapist, and certified clinical trauma professional, Jamie Vollmuller. Welcome to Good Enough. I am your host, Jamie Vollmuller. Today, we are going to be talking about some self-love, guys. thought that was really important with the New Year's resolutions coming up and how everyone feels about themselves is usually not the best. We all love ourselves, but if we think about it, the things that we say to ourselves are usually far more negative than we would say to just about anyone else in the world, right? I want you to think about that for a second. Think about all of the negative things that you call yourself, like, I am fat. I am a bad mom. I am a bad spouse. I am a terrible employee. All of the horrible things we say about ourselves. And we all have flaws. But learning to love yourself is learning to love yourself flaws and all. And, you know, a lot of people think when we talk about self-love, people are like, oh, people who love themselves are narcissistic, or they only care about themselves, they don't care about other people. And that's not the kind of self-love I'm talking about. What we're talking about today is learning to accept accept your flaws, right? So learning to say, I love myself despite, right? And learning to be kinder to ourselves and the way that we respond to ourselves when we don't do things the way that we know we should or don't meet our own expectations. And let's be honest, most of the time our expectations for ourselves are way more than we would expect from just about anyone else in the world, right? Yesterday was Christmas. And I'll tell you guys a story. My son, Michael, (laughs) I was making breakfast for everyone, and I told him, we're not ready to crack eggs yet. You got to wait. Well, mommy has to get the bowl. And so as I'm serving everyone else breakfast, he takes an egg and cracks it over (laughs) the cooked bacon that I had just finished cooking. And I, like, lost my mind on him. I was like, Michael. And then I felt immediately terrible, immediately terrible, because he's five. And he just cracked an egg. And is it really necessary for me to yell about a cracked egg? No, <laughs> it's not. I can always make more bacon. It can go right back in the pan and we can we can cook that salmonella off. It's okay. But I was I noticed that even with myself, as we were driving to my mom's for Christmas, I was saying to my husband, I'm like, I'm so mad at myself. And I shouldn't have yelled at him. It's Christmas. I shouldn't yell on Christmas. And he's like, Why are you beating on yourself? You know, like he you yelled, you, you know, realized that that was not the best and very quickly recalibrated. And I was like, sorry, mommy, I'll please follow directions, you know, and I, and I repaired the relationship with him and we moved on with the rest of the day and he didn't know anything was wrong. But in my head, I just kept ruminating on like, oh, it's so terrible. I messed up his entire Christmas. My husband was like, Ken, you didn't. His Christmas is fine. You messed up 30 seconds of his Christmas. He's okay. And it really just made me think about 
how hard we all are on ourselves. And especially when it comes to our children, it's really hard as a parent when you have kids and you yell and you're trying very hard to do better than your parents did and yell less and make them feel loved and wanted and appreciated. But we're all human and we're all going to hit our breaking point at some point. (laughs) And, you know, holidays especially are stressful. So how do we learn to just love ourselves a little bit more each day? Right? How do we learn to try to just talk nicer to ourselves in those situations? So what I did yesterday is took my husband's son and I said, all right, you know, I lost it. But, you know, you, you made up to him. He's enjoying the rest of his day and we're just going to let it go. And it was the most magical Christmas ever, I swear. There was like no stress, no drama for like the rest of the day, which my house is a, it's a big deal for us. <laughs> it's usually quite chaotic. There's a lot of us, there's always a lot of things going on. Um, but it was a very relaxed holiday. And I think a lot of that had to do with the fact that, you know, it, I wasn't continuing to ruminate and being hard on myself and I, I let it go. And that guys does take some practice and it takes some talking to yourself in a kind way. And the best way to do that, right, is to try to think of how you would talk to a friend or a loved one or even better, how you would talk to your own kid. Or how you wish someone talked to you when you were a kid, right? Because that's really where that comes from. When we're kids, we all have no shame, right? If I think of my kids, I have boys, so they run around naked all the time, no shame. It's because they're kids. They don't know what they should be shamed of, right? But that shame is kind of... That shame, that guilt, the the negative self-talk is built into us throughout years of people just correcting us and telling us who we should be, what we should be more like, what's acceptable, what's not acceptable. And part of that is just living in a society. But ultimately, we all have to learn to be kinder to ourselves, right? Because that's how we learn how to be kinder to everyone else. I've said before, my favorite quote is, be the change you wish to see in the world. And that change always starts with you. And one of the most important things I think that people need to learn is that loving yourself allows you to be more self-confident. Accepting your flaws instead of like beating yourself up about them allows you to find strategies and other people that can help you to scaffold to those flaws. So it's not that we're all perfect. We don't want to walk around thinking that we're absolutely perfect humans because that is a bit narcissistic. But self-love is really learning to accept yourself, like I said, flaws and all. And that can mean that, you know, if you have certain flaws, that we scaffold those flaws. And what I mean by scaffolding, guys, is we have other people around us who help us recalibrate when we're having a hard time or we call and they they talk us down if we're in a really negative headspace or they if you're not good at budgeting it could be as simple as that if you're not good at budgeting and that's something you beat yourself up on all the time then maybe that shouldn't be your household responsibility right maybe that should be your spouse's responsibility because they're a bit better at it and if it's not something that you're doing all the time you're also going to beat yourself up less because you're messing up a lot less right so Just learning little things like that and learning to be kinder to ourselves. 
And for me, it's really, I try to think about like that little four-year-old's me and what she needed to hear, right? Because when I'm beating on myself, like, oh, you're a bad mom, you yelled at your kid, it's terrible, it's a holiday, <laughs> he's going to be scarred for life because she yelled at him for cracking an egg. <laughs> he won't, but you know, that's the catastrophization that happens in my brain. Well, and I just look at it and go, okay, yeah, yeah, you had a hard time and now you're fine and now he's fine. So we're going to focus on what else mom's strengths are that we can do to make the rest of the day better. And that's what I did. I just focused on like being funny mom and making jokes and spending more time and, and making up for that, that misstep. And that's all we can really learn to do. And if we all learn to not continue to ruminate and beat ourselves up, then we can move on with the rest of the day. We can move on with our lives and focus on the things that are still positive instead of ruminating on that 30 seconds. There's so many times in our day, guys, that we let 30 seconds or two minutes or five minutes out of our day ruin the day, the week, the month, right? Because we just ruminate on over and over and over again. And we beat ourselves up, whether that's you got in trouble at work or you disappointed someone or you didn't meet a goal that you set for yourself, you know? If we learn to just be like, all right, well, that didn't work and look at maybe why that didn't work or what you needed to function a bit better and change things from there, the rest of your day would be better, the rest of your week would be better, the rest of your month would be better. And we're not spending all of our time ruminating on things that make us feel negative, right? Thank you for listening to Good Enough with a Trauma Therapist. This is your host, Jamie Vomeler. If you live in the states of New York or Missouri, we'd love to work with you. New Yorkers, give us a call at Long Island EMDR at 631-503-1539 or visit our website at liemdr.com. And for those of you living in Missouri, please call Brave Counseling and Psychiatry at 573-825-6441. Visit brave-mo.com. Welcome back to Good Enough. I am your host, Jamie Vollmer. Today we've been talking about self-love and why it's important and how it helps. So one of the things I was talking about before the break is, you know, the reason we have a hard time loving ourselves and that that inner critic can be so overpowering is because we have learned what is socially acceptable and what is not. And part of the ways that we start correcting that and become confident humans and really start achieving our goals is by learning to love ourselves exactly as we are and to find solutions for the things that we don't love, right? Or we're not good at. So that could be taking some of those tasks off your plate. You know, for me in the new year, I'm so excited for next year, guys. My operations director is coming back. Hallelujah. She was on maternity leave and she's like my other half when it comes to running the business. And she is a lot of my, she's like my better half. Like there are so many things that I am amazing at in business and clinically, um, but there are so many things, guys, that I am just not. And I know I'm not. My team knows I'm not. And that's okay because there are so many things that they are really great at, but I am not. And when she comes back, there are so many things that I am now able to just take back off my plate that's just going to make me function so much better. 
And that's important because when we're talking about self-love right, and the task that we aren't good at our flaws, right? If we can give away some of those things that don't light us up, that don't make us happy, that we know we tend to struggle at, and give them to someone who is their strength, then we can focus on the things that we're really good at, which helps us also feel more confident in ourselves, right? Because when you're doing things that light you up, make you feel good, and that you know you do well, it's really easy to continue on that positive cycle. And when you have a lot of things on your tasks that are difficult for you or challenging, um, and you keep getting frustrated and flustered, you know, that is part of the reason that it becomes hard to stay positive and learn to let, like, just be okay with yourself because you're constantly feeling, I'm still not gonna, still not gonna, or, oh, this is still frustrating. So, I'm super excited for January, guys, because I have so much more support and that is so needed. But learning to be a confident human really comes from learning to love yourself and learning to accept your flaws. And once we accept our flaws, we can learn how to make our lives a little easier so that they don't come up quite as much and we can focus on the things that we're really, really good at. And that's important because that helps you achieve your goals, right? If you're going into the new year, a lot of people have like weight loss goals and health goals in the new year. And one of the biggest mistakes I know that I've made in past years when I set goals for myself is as soon as you backtrack from that goal, it feels like you're defeated, right? Instead of just looking at it like, oh, okay, I had a misstep, right? Progress is a journey. Um, it goes up and down. It's not just a consistent straight path up the mountain. I know very few people who got to the top of uh, or got where they were because they just had this crazy trajectory of like all the way up to the top and no bumps in the road. It's just not possible. That's not how life works. But when you learn to take the bumps as they come and just keep moving forward instead of ruminating on those bumps for days and weeks and months, you make a lot of progress, right? And you learn to accept what we're not good at and go, okay, that's okay. I'm not good at that thing. You know, my husband is a PI. He's a brilliant man. Can't do math for his life. I mean, he can He can do basic math. But in college, you know, it was always a pain point for him to have to do calculus. I mean, doctors don't need to do calculus, guys, but it's required in college. And I know for him, that's something growing up that made him feel really, really dumb because he couldn't do math. I mean, if he continued to ruminate on that, maybe he went on to school for what he went to school for, but he is an incredibly brilliant man. He's an amazing PA. He sees life all the time. But he has some strengths and he has some weaknesses, and math happens to be one of those. But when we take that and go, okay, that's just one thing I'm not good at. That doesn't mean I'm terrible at everything, right? It makes it a lot easier to focus on what you are doing well and what you are really good at and, you know, build upon that more. And sometimes, you know, accepting our flaws is just learning that, like, it's a flaw and you got to also figure out what flaws are worth you working on, right? What flaws are worth putting in the work for because they're going to, they're things that you want to change about yourself and what you're trying to change to achieve love from other people. Because the importance of self-love is that we really cannot learn to love other people unconditionally or until we learn how to love ourselves unconditionally, right? 
If you don't love yourself unconditionally, if you don't know what your flaws and your strengths are and have an appreciation for yourself and have self-confidence, your relationships are going to reflect that, right? A lot of the clients I work with, you know, one of the things we say over and over again is we accept the love that we think we deserve. And when we don't love ourselves, it makes it really easy to accept other people treating us as less than because we don't feel that we're worth that. So my challenge for you guys this year is to just learn how to love yourselves a little bit better. I think if everyone in the world can learn to love themselves, flaws and all, focus on what they do well, everyone in the world just focus on what they did well. The world would be so much better of a place because we all have varied strengths. That's why humans are built to live in communities because we're not meant to be amazing at everything kind of impossible to be amazing at everything. And when we learn what we are really great at and we focus on those strengths and we learn to value the strengths in other people and utilize those strengths that the other people around us have, it makes the world just a much calmer, happier place to be in because everyone is functioning to their full potential instead of struggling to meet the expectations that they put on themselves or that others place on them, that might be unrealistic for what their capabilities And, you know, everyone can learn to do a task, but that doesn't mean everyone's going to do it well. And that's okay. And learning that we're not great at everything and being okay with that makes it just so much easier for us to really go all in on the stuff that we are really good at. And in my life, in the past four years, focusing in on my clinical work, on running a team, on team building, on building my clinical skills, my team skills up, so that we could be a place where we can really help a lot of people work through really difficult issues has been just so life-changing and meaningful for me because there were so many times in my life that I just felt like, I'm not good at a lot of things. And I felt very othered and less than and not good enough. And learning like, well, this is, this is my jam. This is what lights me up. This is the beauty that I get to bring into the world. This is how I get to make the world a better place. Focusing on what I am boss at has really helped me and my team to just grow and flourish into so much better humans because once you accept that about yourself, it becomes really easy to accept others' flaws too. And it becomes really easy to see what their strengths are as well. And once you can do that and you can say, oh, okay, Emily isn't great at this, but she is amazing at this and, and start giving those people more of the things that are going to make them feel strong and confident and, and worthy. Oh, everyone just starts to feel so much better about themselves, about their lives, about the world. So my challenge for you guys is in this new year, learn to love yourself a little more. Learn to be a little kinder in your responses to yourself. And when you hear yourself starting to get down on yourself about things that aren't up to your standard, take a step back and pause and try to respond to yourself like you would a small child. Because you would never call a small child fat. You would never tell a small child that they're stupid or that they're unlovable or that they're going to be alone for the rest of their life. So stop saying it to yourself because that is never going to help you grow. 
You've been listening to Good Enough with Jamie Vomeler. I want to remind you that you are good enough. Thank you for listening to Good Enough with the Trauma Therapist. We appreciate you listening. While our host may provide some personal and professional advice, we want to remind you that this show is for entertainment purposes only. Each individual situation is unique and good enough is not a substitute for mental health treatment. If you need a therapist and are located in New York or Missouri, feel free to reach out to us at liendr.com or brave-mo.com.